I have talked previously about how religion, or rather, like, I guess the the mythology and the stories surrounding religion, and even the language, represents things, mostly psychological things, like what Jordan Peterson talks about frequently, um, how, how we could say, like, you know, like, what is, uh, you know, like, archetypes, like, what is the what is Christ, you know, what does it mean to, to have a Christ mind, or, or, um, what is the significance of naming the animals, it, uh, helps you define your level of perception, you know, um, so I, if you haven't listened to me talk about that, or to Joseph Campbell, or Jordan Peterson, um, then, maybe you won't understand fully the other side of this coin, but if you have, um, and you understand what I'm talking about, that view in regards to religion is somewhat, we we could say it's somewhat reductionist, right? Because I'm taking principles and, um, ideas regarding religion and reducing them to psychological phenomena or, I guess to me the the importance of that is to see how the religious stories apply to our lives. So I'm not a dogmatic person, and even though I don't, um, I'm not going to deny that certain events did or didn't take place. But I I don't sincerely believe that the story of creation, for instance, or the story of Adam and Eve is a literal account of what happened, I think it's a powerful metaphor um, for the evolution and the progress and the enlightenment and the growth and the ascent of our species. Um, So I don't think that that reduces the significance or the value of the story. To me, it makes it more valuable because if it's just surface level dogmatism, then what's, then who cares, right? It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't apply anymore. It's, it's irrelevant at this point. Um, but for, in order for it to have relevance, I think that, I think it's, it's pointing to something larger about how our behavior and how our, um, you know, our, our consciousness has evolved over, uh, the millennia. But what I'm going to do now is, is kind of the opposite of that because I had a, I had a moment, I had a thought yesterday. Um, I'm very blessed and I've had some recent, um, horrible things happen in my life. Uh, deaths of a couple of close family members, my father and my grandmother. Um, and you know, a lot of bad things have happened and, I, I had COVID myself and that was pretty life, uh, I I say it was life changing because my my grandmother and I got out at the same time and she died from it. I did not die, but I got very sick. Um, and, uh, so, so coming out of that, the world was different and I was, I promoted at my job, uh, last year and have spent about eight, nine months on midnight shift, which I'm not built for. I hate it hated every second of it. It's horrible. Um, so it's, it's been a lot of, a lot of negative things happening, but in that, throughout that, I have maintained my faith and I haven't maintained it 
out of fear. I haven't maintained it because it's like, oh, God will reward me if I'm a good boy and I, I, you know, focus on him. I'm not doing it for those reasons, but I've maintained my faith, um, because I'm sincere about it because I truly believe in the things that I claim to believe. And, and so it's impossible for me not to maintain it. Um, and, and to focus on the positive things is always a good thing. Um, but there's the thought I had yesterday. So, so my life, my life has turned around though. Um, I just recently got it like a week ago, I got a, a new position on not just day shift, but admin shift. I have weekends and holidays off now. Um, and I was the first of my group that I promoted with to get that. I'm the only one so far. The rest are still on night shift. And, um, and my family is, is great. They, uh, you know, my wife and my kids are wonderful and I just have so many blessings and, and, you know, these, these bad things have happened that have changed life. But I know that the people that I've lost that I love and that loved me, you know, obviously want to want what's, what's best for us, you know? So, so in, and, uh, it would be, uh, a dishonor or discredit to them to not push forward and to continue to strive to do better and to make things better, um, overall. So, so I'm in that place and, and, you know, I've, I've struggled, I've had this thought for years and I I think I just articulated it yesterday. Sometimes it's difficult to give thanks for the things that we have because we're afraid of losing them. And that's an interesting kind of subconscious idea. So like, for instance, when things were not at their best, um, my wife stuck by me and my kids are, are, I have good kids. I have intelligent, healthy kids. And so, so I, I'm almost scared to show gratitude or to express gratitude for those things. And, and and I'm going to use the religious language for a second. It's almost like I'm afraid to express those things in fear that God might take them away. And, and I know that that's not correct. Um, but it's like the story of Job, right? Every time something bad happened to him, he still gave thanks to God. And then the next thing you knew, that thing was taken from him too. And, and it was, you know, it was the whole story of like God making a wager with the devil, which, which once again, I don't think that that's like a literal thing. I think that that's using the religious language to interpret things that are happening that sometimes life isn't easy and sometimes bad things happen and it takes us all the way to our lowest of lows and that's not reason that's not sufficient reason to abandon your faith in the goodness of being that that we should maintain our and orient our decision making to toward god and toward goodness and toward minimizing unnecessary suffering and all of that and but still it's like the whole attachment issue. I, you know, I, I have the things that I care about and I, and I, I am afraid to lose them. Um, but, but I'm not, I'm not af- afraid to lose them. Um, but it, I'm afraid to show too much gratitude because then I feel like it's tempting fate or tempting God or tempting the devil. And so, so I was thinking about that yesterday because everything is going so great. And I'm just like, wow, like I'm, I'm walking on, air, you know, just, just with everything that's, that's fallen into place in my life in the, in the past couple of weeks. And, um, 
and I don't, you know, I don't want to lose that. I, I, I know that, you know, things are temporary. This too shall pass, right? Um, if you're not familiar with that story, it, that's that's it in a nutshell. You know, this bad th- this bad thing happens, and uh, the wise man says, "Oh, that this this will pass." You know, and then another bad thing happens. Oh, this too shall pass, and then finally everything works out, and and the dude goes to the wise man, and he's like, "Oh, everything's going great now," and he's like, "Yeah, this too shall pass." Right? So it, it, everything is temporary. I get that, and and life is is full of those ebbs and flows and ups and downs. Um, but I was just intrigued, I guess, with, with myself, uh, and, and the thought that I had about not wanting to even express gratitude out of fear of drawing attention, uh, to, to not lose those things. And so, um, so I started thinking about where that comes from and, and I, and then I was like, well, that's, that's ridiculous. Um, because I, I do think on some level, the devil exists the devil is an abstraction that references something that exists in a space uh that can only be experienced through our consciousness so in order for the devil to interfere or intervene with any aspect of of our personal soul it requires us to allow that to happen and in order for the devil to have any kind of external influence on our lives it requires other people to allow that to happen so if i can you know maintain order you know in my life um and and i know we don't have control over everything but i i guess i just have more confidence that um you know in the in the goodness of being and in uh you know, the, the desire to express gratitude for the things that I have openly, because I always express it in my heart, uh, frequently. Um, I love the song from the Johnny Appleseed cartoon. Uh, the Lord's been good to me. That's why I thank the Lord for giving me the things I need, the sun and the rain and the apple trees. The Lord's been good to me. I frequently, uh, sing that to myself because, it's, I, I believe that, and I feel that a lot of the time, um, when I'm around my family and, and when I'm at home. So, <clears throat> I guess what I'm saying is, it has the opposite effect in this case of my previous sentiment that the religious stories and the myths are metaphors that reference psychological phenomena. I think in this case, it's the other way around, that the psychological uh, is referencing something that I guess we have to, I guess the two are just so intertwined, you know, like, like it's, it, it is one in the same. It is a, a double, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, a circular metaphor almost, you know, uh, if that makes any sense, um, outside of my own head, um, uh, but, but the, the idea of the devil and that the devil is, is doing these things, I, I guess also, like, if I'm going to express gratitude, I also have to be aware of how that expression affects other people. For instance, if, let's say, my kid is doing really well in school and I have a friend whose kid is not doing well in school and I go and I brag and I boast about how well my kid is doing, they may harbor resentment. Um... 
out of you know a place of envy or jealousy, and then that may either consciously or subconsciously um, cause them to want to sabotage something in my life. And even if it's not something that has to do directly with my kid, um, let's say it's 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 uh, it's in the workplace, a coworker's kid is is not doing as well and so then they resent me and so then they have an opportunity to slander me at work or to um you know maybe I make a mistake and instead of them helping cover my ass and and you know uh, coming and letting me know they they let it slide to where I get in trouble or you you know there's things there's layers of things that that happen um behind the scenes and and like i said it could even be subconscious that that, you know this person may not even consciously dislike me but they may harbor some unarticulated negative feelings toward me that will manifest in ways that actually have tangible effect on my life and then that's how things can tend to spiral into ruin and so, so anyway, I, I, I had that thought yesterday about how everything is, is connected and, and I began looking at, I was in my backyard, my wife was, was gardening, making the garden look beautiful and the kids were playing and my mother-in-law was there pushing uh, my daughter on the swing and everybody's happy and, you know, I mean, such, and I, I get off of work and I'm, I, I'm really enjoying my job right now and so I'm in such a good place and such good vibes and I'm having these thoughts, um, I wanted to record them so that, you know, just to maybe revisit them later. Or maybe somebody, maybe you're listening and maybe this makes some sort of semblance of sense to you. Um, but as I'm standing back there, I, I started just looking up at the trees. I started looking up at the, oh, that was Varnes. One of my coworkers I just drove past. Um, I started just looking up at the trees and uh, I started seeing the the sacred geometry, um, which is another topic, but if you've never studied it or connected with it and as it, uh, manifests in nature, it's, it's, it really, to me, it's, it's a very grounding thing to observe and to experience. And so I, I kind of started looking at the patterns in the, in the leaves and, and the, the geometric symmetry and, and started just kind of grounding and connecting and, and just, you know, everything started kind of coming together and I started having these thoughts about how, you know, where, where the devil resides. And, and I think like the story about God making the wager with the devil, um, you know, in the story of Job, uh, I think it's, you know, obviously I think it's a, it's a metaphor and, and to say, you could frame that multiple ways, you know, to say though the devil attacks aspects of our lives or, um, you know, the, the, the intentions that we have to do good, um, sometimes it's more complicated and more complex than, than just, oh, we intend to do good and good just happens, right? I might intend to do good because I love my son and so I brag on him and as I've stated, that could have negative consequences if um, expressed to the wrong person and um, regardless of what my intentions are, it could you know subconsciously lead to negative results Um coming from somebody else so you know it's 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 things to think about how do we how do we uh guard ourselves from that because obviously we want to express thanks and I think maybe approaching that thanksgiving and that gratitude with sincerity and 
being careful not to, um, not to express pride, uh, but more, like I said, more, more gratitude and humility, um, in regards to those things, I, I think is, is how you remove the devil from the equation, if you will, you know, it, you, you keep him out of it because it's, it's, it's not a, it's not something we want to invite him into. And, and, and the way we interact with one another is, is how we invite him in. And, and that's how that, those negative things, um, are able to get through and, and break through into this realm and to this field of perception that we exist in. So that's all I have to say about that.